before we dive into this week's episode, I want to tell you all about my brand new masterclass, Four Things You Need to Know to Get into Superhero Shape Over 40. And yes, this includes our four-step superhero formula for body shape change for women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. And yes, you will learn exactly what to focus on to get sexy strong without wasting your time, energy, and money that doesn't involve spending hours in the kitchen or gym every day. And even if you have an injury or hormonal struggles or are feeling far from super right now. And this masterclass delivers on a step-by-step formula and busts crazy diet and exercise myths that you may not know you even believed. Which means you don't have to rely on guesswork and Google and wading through hours of conflicting health and fitness information online. So you just spend 60 minutes of your time and we can promise to give you back hours. So come check it out now for free at warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash masterclass. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Lisa Barlai, and I consider myself a fitness feminist and wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst helping busy, ambitious women over 40 to become strong of mind, body, and character. You see, I wasn't always fit, lean, or strong, and was never motivated to exercise, barely drank water, and lived off bread, pasta, and cheese. But since starting my own wellness journey from 20 years ago and becoming certified in life coaching, plant-based and sports nutrition, holistic health, mindfulness, and kettlebell and personal training, I've learned how to create healthy habits and daily rituals rather than rely on my willpower and motivation. Plus, become a total health, fitness, and superhero geek. So we're coming at you with live workshop style health and wellness episodes packed with actionable step-by-step tips and real talk that are helping thousands of busy, ambitious women to become stronger in mind, body, and character, to be the best superhero versions of themselves without that fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. I want to teach women how to achieve goals as women, being feminine AF, because goddess got goals. Well, hello there, goddess, and welcome to the Goddess Got Goals podcast, my dear friend. How you going? Are you deep in the land of goals and resolutions and feeling either terrible or maybe really good about yourself? Who knows? <laughs> it's a weird time of year, and you know I'm not a big fan of January. Need to go out and check uh, check out my I Hate January uh, podcast. Um, but I do love goals. So I want to talk a little bit today about the difference between resolutions and goals. And actually, it's not even resolutions or goals that you need for lasting change. In fact, you need habits. So if you're somebody who struggles with writing down goals, you hate this time of year because of what the heck is a resolution anyway, you always feel like you give up before even January is over, and you just want to figure out, you know, how to make change last. Um, then this is the episode for you. We're also going to invite you, as always, at the end of this, to come and make some micro habit change with us and Superhero School. We kick off Superhero School very soon. Go on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash school and you can come and join us there for just $10 where we'll help you set up those three daily micro habits. Um, But we're going to talk about this particular topic today. We're going to talk about how resolutions won't change you, but habits will. Okay, let's dive in. So first of all, I want to talk a little bit about the difference between a resolution and a goal. 
Um, and then we're going to talk about it in relation to habits. And we're going to look also at where people have made habits work for them. Okay. So a resolution is a statement of what you want to change. For example, saving money. A goal is a statement of what you want to achieve, the steps you need to take to achieve it, and when you want to achieve it by. Okay. And that's the difference. So a resolution is really, a resolution is more, I want to lose weight. I want to fix something. I want to change something. Something about me ain't working. I need to make it better. Versus a goal is a specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound action, right? <clears throat> something I want to achieve. What am I going to, you know, how, how specific, you know, that I want to lose 16 pounds by Easter. I want to drop a dress size in the next six weeks. I'm going to take steps by exercising daily and um, changing up my nutrition. And I want to achieve it by X, right? It is about that. In relation to making something change or last or sticking to something, this is where you need actual habits. Now, I'm going to like chat specifically about habits from my favorite resource on habits, which is James Clear, who wrote the book Atomic Habits. You know, we talk about it a lot here on the podcast. And he talks about identity based habits, right? And this is what we talk about in all of our programs. What would Wonder Woman do, right? This is why we are obsessed with superheroes, talking about the leading lady of your own life, you know, becoming your superhero self, all of these things. Because for me, um, I didn't want to be superhuman. I don't want to be, you know, I want to try to do all of the things all of the time and try to, you know, burn myself out. But I do want to be the best, most superhero version of me. I want to be the leading lady. I want to, I want to live a life the way that, you know, um, the actors and the actresses do in those movies. They, you know, Beyonce worked for eight months on a, on a thing that she only spent, you know, 10 minutes doing like think of JLo and Shakira doing the the Super Bowl where they literally spent a year training and performing and practicing for a full total 13 minute show right so it's it's that sort of sense of identity that I enjoy that I that spurs me on but science and research says that identity based habits right um which essentially recommends focusing on the type of person you wish to become rather than the outcome you wish to achieve is where you can make um, change last, where you can actually achieve what you want to achieve and make that change last. And that's completely different to resolutions, right? So in the book Atomic Habits, right, um, um, he talks about this identity-based habit. And here's a couple of examples of where I have seen it work, okay? So um, one of my clients wanted to improve their eating habits. And this is what she wrote. I stopped eating unhealthy food via identity change. I tried many times in the past, but it became easy or natural only after I made the conscious decision that I want to be someone who eats healthy. Instead of aiming for, I want to stop eating bad food, I tried to change the mindset to, I am someone that eats healthy and lives a healthy life. Right? And this changes how I approach things. Okay? 
So let's have a look at it in relation to a bad habit, for example. Again, someone who was a smoker. I recently stopped smoking and the difference between I don't smoke and I can't smoke is a powerful trainer of my brain. The positive message of I don't smoke is that I have not given up anything. I'm not sacrificing a pleasure. I'm investing in my future happiness and well-being. Right? Again, another one, trying to give up alcohol, for example. I told myself I'm no longer a drinker. Then after each day of non-drinking, I gave myself $10 to buy something nice rather than poison myself. Clothes, household items, that sort of thing. Today, I no longer need the allowance and I am six years sober. Right? Can you see how the identity linked to that? Okay, so that's one of our key habits that we talk about in um, the Sexy Strong program, um, the identity, understanding, you know, being the lady lady of your own life, healthy person, you know, a superhero, Wonder Woman, whatever it is that's going to to help you. Yeah, to do that and how that identity based habit can help the lasting change. Okay. But let's look at other things and other ways that you can change those habits, okay? Um, <clears throat> habit stacking is another one, and this is what we talk about also in Superhero School. Um, and this is a strategy that um, a Stanford professor, BJ Fogg, created, and it refers to it as anchoring, right? Anchoring or stacking your new habit and um, the new habit onto a current habit, something that you have already managed to to master. Okay. So for me, for example, I was really, I'm really good at um, taking supplements, right? I've been taking supplements for a very long time. And for me, that was something that I was really good at doing. So um, I wanted to make sure I drank more water. And um, I also wanted to make sure that I still took my supplements. So I started to put my supplement basket on the table in direct view, very important for me, beside my kettle, because then when I went and made myself a cup of tea or a cup of hot water um, and my hydration potion, I remember to take my supplements. Now that sounds like a weird habit stack, but that's that's what works, um, right? So here's another one. Um, another client sent me this. I meditate for 10 minutes in the morning after I go to the bathroom. I get up, I go pee, I come I get back into bed and I meditate for 10 minutes, right? Linking, peeing, getting up to pee, because we got to do that anyway, and meditating, right? Another one also wrote, uh, I meditate after I brush my teeth in the morning. There's a link that they have. That's like a link or or a stack, right? Yeah. Um, Also, another way is looking at cues, changing a cue, Yeah. Um, for example, for me, I have recently moved my Prudy making station again onto the counter. It's easier for me to see things and do that. And I have put all of my, uh, blades and bottles and lids, lids, very important, all in one basket beside the two powders and beside my two jars. Now I don't have to walk to the other side of my uh, kitchen, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it, it can get distracting when you have ADHD. So having that all in one station meant it easier for me to see it. So when I go into the kitchen to do my, take my hydration potion and my supplements, I see the breathing making thing and I go, oh yes, make a breathing, right? That changed the cue for me. 
Okay. Um, another one about a cues for an e-cigarette habit, for example. I quit e-cigarettes with a combination of determination and also quitting coffee at the same time. So it wasn't like having the coffee, drinking the cigarette. I used to always say that for me, drinking tea was um, uh, the gateway drug to biscuits and snacks. Tea always came with a snack. So sometimes giving up the tea meant that you could easily more give up the snack. If the snack was an unhealthy snack, for example. Thinking about that, right? And then environment, right? How the environment can affect you creating better habits. So... It, it really is the power of your environment to create um, and the importance of it in your, in your choice architecture, right? What choices you have available to you. For starters, you can break a bad habit by increasing the friction in the environment. Yeah. So, uh, for example, um, Josh really likes to eat sweets and like all teenagers, um, stuff like that. So I no longer bought it in the house. But we live near a shop. If you wanted to go get it, go get it, right? So rather than buying all the biscuits and the whatever, you know, um, I would buy some. I would buy like one small packet. But if you want more, then you have to physically get up and go and get it. Yeah. Um, Some people also like, you know, put snacks outside in their car or something where you have to physically get up and go and get it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Waking up earlier. Here's a good one. Um, I jump out of bed every morning without any hesitation. The reason, the only way to turn off my alarm is to scan a QR code I keep in the bathroom. (laughs) Right? That's pretty impressive. Um, Bad habit about hitting snooze. So he made it hard. He put the phone in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, I've done that too. I put my phone in the bathroom. Um... Uh, I brush my teeth right after putting the kids to bed every night, which is preventing me from eating or drinking. Uh, okay, this is interesting. I brush my teeth after putting my kids to bed at 8 p.m., which means that that's prevented me from eating or drinking after 8 p.m. I used to always say that brushing your teeth, you know, if you're, if you're really actually craving certain snacks and you know it's just more of a craving rather than you have under eaten or any of these things, um, to go and clean your teeth. Because you're less likely to want to break that. Yeah. Um, so you could also say designing my environment, putting my pretty station together also really helps me to get things done. Really interesting. Um, how about browsing f- a Facebook? I use my own laziness to my own advantage with my bad habit of browsing Facebook, deleting Facebook and having to go through the extra step of logging onto a website on a computer meant that they weren't spending so much time on social media, for example. Yeah. Um, Reducing friction in the environment, right? So again, my previous station is one of them, but I quit leaving my socks all over the floor by putting a little basket beside the door to collect them in. Imagine that, right? Um... Really good for exercise ones. I started going to a gym that was less than a mile from my house. This took time away the time and inconvenient excuses, um, you know, because it's literally beside the house, right? This could be if you're doing home-based workouts that you set up your workout before you go to bed. You set up your workout um, space. You set out your clothes, right, on your bed before you do it. 
Some people also go to sleep wearing their running clothes. I've heard that one. So that they can get up in the morning. That works really well. Yep. Um, so there's, there's ways that you can, you know, do mindset tricks to help with regards to these habits and how that they have worked at actually making the change more beyond the resolutions. Here's another one about um, little mindset tricks. I do mindset tricks to myself all the time. It's interesting because I know I'm doing them, but yet they still work. I don't know how that works. Um, so, for example, uh, eating fast food. Okay, uh, somebody's written in here. I started small when I quit bad habits like eating McDonald's all the time and drinking soda. I told myself I'd take a week off, then said two weeks, then continued, then a month. So for me, as you know, I always trick myself with treats. I tend to say, um, okay, after you do this workout, you can go and get yourself a Starbucks. That was always a big one. Um, or I always trick myself, okay, we can go and do a workout, but you, you only have to do 10 minutes today. Or you don't have to lift anything heavy. No, just do everything really light. But then when I get there, I get, you know, motivated or at least, okay, I'm here now. I might as well do it, right? That works really, really good for me. If you are drinking a lot of like soft drinks or sodas, right? Um, another one did a little math in her head. I added up all the sodas I drank for the week and counted how many tablespoons of sugar were in those soda cans and bottles. I began to scoop the amount of sugar into an enormous bowl and that was enough for them to break the habit. Right? Yeah. So, and then another one is habit tracking. And this is the one I want to um, end with and, and talk about because we're going to add it and accumulate it into the invite for superhero school because habit tracking is one of the things that we do and one of the things that we help you to do to help you to see just how much progress you can make so a couple of ways that i've seen people do it um large wall calendars starting building um you know, uh, the wall calendar to put up, then you can literally put an X beside something um, when you do exercise, right? Um, six months of red X's on my calendar. When you see that visually, healthier, lost 30 pounds, feel stronger, all of that sort of stuff, right? So you, you putting that in a very big visual place so that pe you can see it on the fridge, etc. right? Um, so my favorite approach is to pick a very tiny version of your habit and track that. For example, right, um, I do, I've done a simple workout every day for over half a year now. I managed to stick with it by changing the scope. When I don't have time for a full workout or I don't feel like it, instead of skipping it all together, I do a shorter section but I get to mark that on the calendar. When we tell ourselves that we should be doing X, Y, or Z, we can get very easily overwhelmed. Whereas if we just go and did the workout, and even if it was a 10-minute workout, you get to tick that off the calendar, that gives you that sense of motivation. And the consistency is always more important, the intensity of the workout, always. Yeah? And then you can just set the goal to make the workout longer or to achieve that. Yep. So I hope that some of these stories and some of these examples of how habits have worked 
um, different ways that you can use habit stacking or changing your cues or identity-based habits and how we use them in our communities helped you think, okay, maybe it's not resolutions I'm after. Maybe I don't need to be fixed. And although I maybe crave change and want to achieve more or achieve different things, I can do that through habits. So if you want to come and join and learn about how you can develop these three daily micro habits with us as part of a community, doing it fun with Superhero School, we're going to teach you all about the power of the kettlebell, all about nutritional habits that you can do very small and that have a massive impact, whilst also giving you the training and education that you need to understand everything from the four-step formula for body shape change to understanding um, the mindset and the motivation and hormonal type stuff. We teach you all of that as well inside. And you can do all of this for just $10. So go on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash school. We kickstart that very soon. Um, As we're recording this, our next one is on Monday, the 15th of January. So you have time to join us. Um, We are ending early bird pricing where it goes back up to its original price of $27 on the the, uh, 12th of January. So make sure that you are in time to sign up and grab that early bird pricing. If you have any specific questions about Superhero School, they're all answered on our information and sales page. Go to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash school. You can also type the word superhero anywhere um, uh, DM us on Instagram at WG Kettlebell Training or on Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training page on Facebook. And if you send us a DM of the word, the word superhero, we'll be able to send you the details as well. So I hope that was interesting today. I, I really love habits. I'm a little bit of a habit junkie um, and learning about them and understanding the science behind them and how it all works, but also seeing them in these one sentence stories about building better habits Um are really kind of ways that you can start to see how other people have used this concept of habits and identity habits and habit stacking to make it work and how we can help you to make lasting change well beyond what resolutions can do for you. So um, if you enjoyed this today, as always, share it out with a friend. Go ahead and write that review. That's how we get seen. And of course, come on over and share on social media or hit reply to any email and let me know how, you know, if you got great value out of this. And of course, final plug for Superhero School. We'd love to see you over there. Come on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash school and we will help you to develop these habits. So until then and until next time, um, I look forward to hearing all about all the habits that you're creating for yourself and hopefully even see you in Superhero School. Um, But we'll be back in your little earbuds or, you know, I got new headphones, which are kind of cool. Same time, same place next week. Until then, peace out. Well, you made it to the end, my friend. You are my favorite kind of person. Seriously, a total badass. But if you like this episode, we've got a whole bunch waiting for you. With show notes, promos, discounts, lots and lots of freebies. And all you've got to do is go over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts. That's with an S. And don't forget to hit subscribe totally uh, on any of your you know, favorite podcast platforms. And of course, leave us a review. We really like that. Or why not continue to be part of our community? Register to join the tribe, the Goddess Got Goals podcast tribe community. And come on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash tribe. 
And I look forward to catching up with you next week or maybe in the next episode. Your super friend, Zach.